Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What's happening, guys? Welcome to the Born Offside podcast. We are back. I'm joined by kicking off with Kat and Olan Tekkers, who's just bamboozled half of Australia into thinking that you're going back home. Hey, I did, man. <laughs> hey, if you fell for the trick, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're still out here. Come on, man. I'm not leaving. I love this place. Exactly right. And Kat, you were busy attending a few football matches on the weekend. Yeah, so was, at the Matildas and the A-League? It was all football for me. Mm. I said I would make an attempt, you know, to get more into A-League this mm. year. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Good for you. Was it the Wanderers game last night? It was actually a really good game. Yeah. Um, but even better was the Matildas. Not the result, but the experience was awesome. Mm. Got to uh, sit on sit in on the Nike box. Yeah, you got full mm. private box yeah. treatment. Right? You're coming up in the world now. I don't know yeah, what okay. happened, but yeah. Nike, you know, is kicking off with cats. Wow, so. you're a big deal now. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. So I might be moving on to bigger things soon. But anyway. Um, <laughs> you know what? Next week, Kat leaves the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Kat, invo- Kat invited me. She mentioned me. She's like, oh, if you want to come to the game, um, you know, I've got a spare ticket or whatever. And I was like, it's only because Oland's in Melbourne. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me Second that shit. Choice. Don't give me that shit. Second I know Oland's away. Clothes. And that's why you're Second inviting me. Clothes. So I said, fuck off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, that's not true. Feeling the the, the feelings are hurt. The no, feelings are hurt. I'll be at the next one, Kat. <laughs> mm, I don't know. That would look good, but I mean, they got slapped three nil on home soil uh, yeah. by yeah. a USA team that that was, was the USA strong. Did they have any like one of the players like no. Alex Morgan? No, that was, it was a complete new look side, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a relatively young side too, but I thought they did a really good job. There were some great opportunities for Matildas, but they just couldn't mm. finesse them. They couldn't make them happen. Mm. But um, I mean, look, it was cool for me. It's actually the first time I've ever seen Matildas play. Mm. Um, Do you know we've played the US 32 times? Have we really? You know how many times we've beaten them? Oh, no. What, like twice? Once. Oh. Wow. We've only beaten the US once. That is poor. I knew it would be single digits. Wait, is that, is that just women's or is that men and women's? Women's, women's. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're the powerhouses. I mean, yeah. they're, they're the best yeah. nation, I guess, ever yeah, in women's absolutely. football. But, you know, on home soil playing a team like that, you got to come out. you you got to do better than 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. I agree. I don't you want to be too what? critical, but come on. Two things I observed, though, that were really interesting was the amount of young families attending the game, mm. which is very different to, say, going to an A-League game, I think. You know, you get kind of young guys and mm. just the demographics really different. Yeah. But the pre-entertainment... Oh, what they have? ...was the Wiggles. Oh, really? The, oh, yeah, I heard that. The Wiggles. Which, <laughs> as a 27-year-old, as a I was, you know, I yeah, went to the nah. bar and got a drink, but yeah. <laughs> I was really happy for the, the for the target young audiences. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I like that because it kind of shows that they're really... Getting young, get that gen. younger generation through yeah, and, and interested in the football, mm. which was a nice touch, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Not yeah. so great for me, but you didn't see any no wiggles before the games in the Premier League or in the <laughs> UK. No, you no, didn't get any. Uh, I think the this is how big the Born Offside podcast is getting right now. Okay. So basically, everyone knows I played African Cup, right? Played African Cup this weekend. Yeah, uh, we won you know, a little W minor three one. And um, against who? Um, uh, Egypt. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Funnily enough, but um, I'm marking this kid, right? Big up, Christian is his name. He said, I told him I'd give him a shout out on the pod. And um, he's, I'm marking him, and he goes, Oh, I'll take it. He's like, Mate, 
Love the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I said, big you up, Christian. Thank you, man. He was like, what about Kat as well? Is she single? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Christian, maybe oh. he wants to shoot you shot at Kat. Slide in the DMs, right. Christian. But we appreciate the support. Thank yeah. you so much, man. Good. DMs are open. Because that's and I think I even like I maybe I had a few too many drinks, but I feel like somebody said this in Melbourne too. Like really? someone, someone was like, "Oh, take us love the podcast, born yes. offside." I feel like I heard that. So yes. we're in Melbs, guys. You know nice. what I mean? Melbs, global, Shout man. out to the Melbs crew. Maybe we gotta Thank go for guys. a team trip soon. Uh, that actually happened. I was playing Six Aside last week, mm. and it was the most bizarre comment that a player on the other team made. It was getting real heated because Six yeah. Aside always gets ridiculous, yeah, yeah. right? It's more heated than yeah, Eleven Aside. It's, more, it's outrageous, and uh, we were winning a lot of fouls. And at one stage, this guy on the other team, he was a foreigner. I don't know where he was from. He had a thick accent, but he yeah. said. Um, Oh, they get calls because they have famous people on their team. <laughs> and I was like, I've never oh really been called famous before. God. But okay, we're on the come up, guys. There you go. We're flying at the moment. Claude, you post one up. video on TikTok a month and it blows up. Yeah. It goes all right. Claude, so is, Claude is famous as well, man. Got that now. Nah. Don't sleep on the crew. <laughs> nah. Well, look. Anyway, <laughs> uh, to move on, uh, one thing I actually wanted to bring up. I, we, we had an interview on our show this week. My co-host Adama on the show on being sports. Any big up names? With, as his beach. Uh, no idea. <laughs> That's a big name. It's a big name in Australian football. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, it's, right, it's cool. big-ish. Right. Ish, right. Big-ish. Big-ish. He's yeah. our left back. Um, hasn't been in the in, in the best form recently, but he's had a decent career. You take his career, I'll tell mm. you what. Turkish Super League champion, mm. Asian Cup winner. Mm. Uh, it was interesting, though. He had to make his uh, his best five-a-side team that he's ever played with. When he got to striker, he had two options. It was Tim Cahill mm. or Demba Bar. Ooh. Who would you pick there? Cahill. Okay. I'm going Demba Bar. Are you yeah. serious? He went Demba Bar. Demba Bar well, was unplayable at one yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. That was a stint. It was a, it was a short stint, but it was unplayable. Yeah, I thought it was a big decision from Aziz. And wow. Big and ballsy considering he's on an Australian program so as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, to sure. pick Demba Bar. Well, yeah. Claude's the, the expert. What would you have picked? <sighs> Don't put me in this position. Come on, you're gonna, oh, well, you're Come on now. Uh, Come on I now. do love Demba Bar. It depends on what we're doing. You know, Timmy had X Factor. And yeah, Timmy, that, Timmy that's, had, that's what he's for me. Timmy had X Factor. He popped up in moments that, that no one else could ever do. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Don't put me in that position. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, another one, I'm going to throw in a question, a fan question early on, because this one's from Liam Wills. Did you want Liam? And I, I liked it because Olan's talking about how we're getting, you know, we're getting recognized and a lot of people yeah. wanting a bit more out of the podcast. And yeah. Liam asked a cool question. He said, uh, would you ever do pre-post-match fan interviews at the A-League matches? Ooh, I love that. Oh, that would be sick. Not bad, yeah? I think that would be sick if we all three of us did it. Yeah, yeah I'd love that. At some stage, uh, like a Sydney FC Wanderers game and just like got more involved in the A-League community and just talked to the fans. Yeah, 100% I'd be down. For sure. We get some absolutely funny answers. Like doing one like pre-game and then after game yeah. would be too funny. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So A-League, if you're listening, get us. <laughs> No, sort it out. I'm down for that. Let's Make it do happen. it. Let's yeah. do it. Definitely. Uh, look, I, I don't see why not. We've got to get down to more games. Cat's already gone to a couple oh, yeah. of weekends. Every Big. weekend, guys. Cat needs a boyfriend. Cat was cracking on a bit. Hold on a second. Cat's got loads of guys in their DMs yeah. sliding in left, right and centre. Just nah. take your pick, Cat, right? You know, you're a strong, yeah. independent woman, Cat. Exactly. Thank you, Claude. You were crushing on one of the A-League players in the weekend, but we'll leave that. Oh, yeah. We'll Who are you out. crushing on, Cat? I need to read his name. What's he's his, he's Bosnian. Um, Bosnian. So if you're Bosnian, maybe slide in there. Anyway, <laughs> no, keep me, going. His name is Eli. Producer, do you remember? Eli, Eli, what? You can't even say his last name. Guys. Jets player. <laughs> Nonetheless, Jets Eli player. Eli Babaj. Oh, yeah. Eli Babaj. Of course you know Eli Babaj. He's been mm. in the A-League for quite yeah, some time. Claude, you know how I am with yeah, A-League. Big fan. All right, okay. okay. Fair enough. Okay. Eli, if you're listening, slide into those DMs. <laughs> Nonetheless, I'm going to go around the world with some, uh, some news stories from the Let's week go. that I thought were quite interesting. Have a listen to this one out of the Portuguese... 
Super League. Bullenench is how you pronounce their name. They were taking on Benfica, huge Portuguese club. They ended up because of a COVID outbreak, and as we know, everyone's shitting themselves a little oh bit because gosh. this could be back yeah. once I know, again. Here we right? go again. No, please, could no. be back. Uh, and they had a huge outbreak in the side, so they could only field nine players, but they were forced to play two goalkeepers on the pitch. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> against Benfica <laughs> as well. <laughs> Closely becoming that six-a-side game yeah. that you're talking about. Yeah, they filled. What was the end score? They were down seven nil at halftime. Yeah, seven nil at halftime, but they were forced to continue playing. Mm. So what happened was they came out on the in the second half. They had seven players left. Referee started the match, said yeah. seven's not enough to call it off. So then one of those goalkeepers that were playing outfield, yeah. he went down with an injury, and at six, they have to call the game oh, off. So the wow. referee called it at seven nil. Wow. But the, the the president came out afterwards. His quote was, "Football only has heart left if it's competitive. Today, football lost its heart." That was the president of Bullenenge saying that the game should have been called off, but yeah. they've copped a seven nil loss because of it. No, that's I think that's bang offside. That's bang yeah, that's offside. That's sure. Offside. And yeah. I really rate that statement too. Because yeah. there's so much truth in that. When you see things that just don't look right with the mm. game, mm. and the heart's not in it. Yeah. Then call it off. Yeah, I'm, I'll agree with you, Kat. That's way offside for me, man. Yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yeah. <laughs> we, may, we may as well take that opportunity to kick off onside or offside. Let's yeah. go. Let's do it. They love it. Plenty of things. Because Claude really try, tries to make onside offside a thing. He uses it on the weekends as it's, well. It's yeah, was I using it the other night? I mean, Whenever you drink, you're like, oh, that's offside. <laughs> I mean, it's more than just the podcast now, isn't it? It is. It's a lifestyle. Like, are you onside or are you offside yeah. in life yeah. with women? <laughs> you, know <what> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stay onside, guys. Stay yeah, onside. Stay onside. Yeah, or just play right on that. No, no, no. Stay onside. On VAR. You know what I'm saying? We just can't on call the shoulder. It. We do spend life. You know, you're usually onside Monday to Thursday, but come Friday, you can just. You, you can, can just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm We're only human. I'm with it. All righty, <laughs> let's kick it off. Uh, first one, Man United Chelsea. Of course, mm. was it was that was a feature match from the Premier League this weekend. United yeah. went out there and played like Burnley would play at Stamford Bridge. Oh, mate, embarrassing. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Michael Carrick, inexperienced manager. Technically, he's gone to Stamford Bridge and stolen a point. Is that mm. a good result or is that embarrassing the way they set up their team? You know what? You got Carrick. You it's go. a good result for him, but he even said. Like I'm, I'm kind of glad to be disappointed because they still the result was somewhat in their favour, right? Mm. Not necessarily the most picturesque result. Well, you don't expect Man United to go to Stamford Bridge, play three holding mids, no, you don't. bench Cristiano Ronaldo, mm-hmm. and manage mm. to steal a draw thanks to one error from Chelsea. But but at the end of the day, was that a snatch and grab? Is that is that well, they, they well, they could have even have snatched it or two one because yeah. there was that chance where. Fred, everyone's going to say me. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Getting loads of comments saying, well done, you played well last night. Why did you try chipping? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. Anyway, he, Mendy rolls it out. I don't know, laps and concentration, rolls out to Fred. Fred, yeah. literally, I think Cristiano Ronaldo was there for a slide, yeah. for a tapping. Yeah, yeah. And he tries to dink yes. Mendy. Yeah. I'm thinking, I was thinking, thank God. But if they could have stolen it. That could have yeah. been 2-1. And that's yeah. t- that's the three points to United. Yeah. I would have been fuming. Yeah. But it, I, I guess um, what Carrick is probably thinking about is like if he has gone, if he had gone there and played how United had been playing the last couple of weeks, we would have steamrolled him. Mm. You know what I mean? So he had to change it and whatever he's trying to do, 
Mm. I guess for the next couple of weeks, it might it might work. You, know? well, you got to say credit to him, man. He won in the Champions League, which yeah. was a big win against Villarreal. Not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. De Gea was huge though, and he was huge yeah. again against Chelsea. De Gea he, kept him in there. He always he's does. Always that. the MVP. Yeah. Everywhere he is, he's he back. is. He's back to his best. But um, the big decision, and I don't know if you guys saw this, was on Sky Sports. Jamie Carragher and Roy Keane lost their shit at each other. Were they going at each other? They were fighting for no about 10 way. minutes straight. So loud. you got to watch it. It's funny oh, as. Oh, no. And the argument that? was that you cannot bench Ronaldo. That Ronaldo needs to be playing as long as... Because he, he looked pretty pissed off that he was on the bench. Roy Keane said he's not there to sit on the bench. Yeah. Whereas Jamie Carragher was standing up for the manager saying, doesn't matter who you are, yeah, he's allowed to make a tactical can't, decision. Yeah, you can't give him that free reign. I mean, I, I know we'll go on to talk about PSG and stuff later, but at the end of the day, and I think it's the big argument or the big statement that I always say whenever I'm playing and there's a winger who's not tracking back or a striker that's not, not tracking back, I'm like, bro... We can't carry passengers. If yeah. we want to win, so are you calling Cristiano Ronaldo a passenger? If he's not tracking back the on, the, on the on the as for an attack, nah. he's a passenger nah. because he's not helping the team in that sort of situation. No, nah. that's what I but think. Do you Am I onside or offside? How many times has and Ronaldo saved United though? It's true, true. He's Ronaldo is he, he's he probably not ma- like he, that. He probably makes he makes up for it. But ninety nine percent of players, I think. If you're not tracking back, and, and I know you guys are giving him a free pass because it's Ronaldo, but the results are not in his favour. So they're still, it's still not going the way they want to do, even though they're saying they're giving him that it's Ronaldo pass. He doesn't have to track back. It's, it's not working. If I've got Ronaldo on my squad, I'm never benching him. Mm. I'm never benching him. And it, whether you think he's not tracking back or whatever, I don't care. You need a player like Ronaldo on your team. But there's, there's, and there's time and time again... There's he scores a winner he and does, they needed that goal. But there's that argument of would Ronaldo get into the Liverpool team? Would you play Ronaldo in the Liverpool team? We don't play hypothetical football. We play oh, the football. Come on. If he's the Ronaldo and he's the best player in the world, whatever he is, mm. would he get into the Liverpool team? And the answer is no. He doesn't get in that Liverpool team. They don't so, need him. So, but, United I'm need I'm Ronaldo. Like, I'm going to let Kat have this one. I'm going to let Kat have this one. United need Ronaldo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, well, I mean, he saved them time and time again in the Champions League. Yeah. The question is, do you accept a player that's not going to track back if he's just, you know that one ball into the box, he's going to do it. What Roy Keane's argument was on Sky Sports is watch him at Juventus, watch mm. him even at the mm. end at Real mm. Madrid. He mm. wasn't even really tracking and pressing there. Mm. Yet he was popping up and scoring vital goals that were winning titles. Absolutely. So I mean, he plays... It's not like he's just started not really running his head off in the last year. I mean, yeah. this, is, this has been this Ronaldo since 30. This is say. him. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a tough argument. It's a, it's a hard argument, but I understand both sides of it, especially Carragher's point in the sense that, like, you can't carry anyone. Mm. Like, everyone needs to work as hard as everyone else on the pitch. Yeah. And yep. those are the teams that win the Premier League, that win titles, that yep. literally all 11 players are fucking as tired as yeah. everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know we give Ronaldo the pass, so I understand it. So there's, there's both aspects to yeah. it. Yeah. So, Ronaldo, you're saying... Putting Ronaldo on the bench, onside. I think it's, I think it's onside for certain games, for yeah. certain for yeah. certain things that he's trying to accomplish. And Kat, you're saying that's off. I get what you're saying. I yeah. just think if you're united and you're performing the way that you've been performing and you've had Ronaldo supporting you where you've needed it, you just don't bench him at this mm. point in the season. Two! Two! Okay, let's, let's leave it That was really fans. cute. Let's leave it there and move it on. So many United fans coming at me. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Light him up. Light him up in the comments. We're <laughs> going to bring it back home. We're going to bring it back home to the A-League because cool. the A-League, uh, we had round two. Cat, was that the game? You were at yeah, the game Yeah, me, well. me and Cat won the game. Yeah, big up, Tate. I'm going to take you to a different game. 
Right, this was an interesting storyline to come out of the A-League this week. And firstly, big shout-out to Melbourne Victory, only a team that are perfect mm. record so far, six points. It's great to see them because oh, they were yeah. abysmal last season. Uh, but this were one, the team that were getting like, smashed last yeah, season? Yeah, they were terrible like, back, last year. But back, back, back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but they've turned around. Mm. Credit to them. Now, this one was interesting. Daniel Sturridge, everyone's keen to see him play <laughs> yeah. in Australia, right? Uh, he signed for Perth and they were playing away in Melbourne. He was nowhere to be seen. Didn't end up playing. Came out after the game that he asked the manager not to play mm. because he wasn't used to the flights. And he said uh, after four and a half hour flight from Perth to Melbourne, he felt a bit crampy. And uh, so he, he asked not to play. Now, Ooh. this is a man who's flown around Europe and he's won a Champions League title. Oh. Is that an excuse for yes. a, a footballer at that level, onside or offside, to ask not to play because he's not used? Firstly, when, you, when, you, when you're <laughs> signing for a club in Australia, yeah. you should probably look at the map and think Perth is probably not a good fucking right. option. Right. <laughs> look where it is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sign in Sydney. Literally the most isolated city in the world. Oh, wow. man. Yeah. So like actually, I think that's a bit offside. Yeah, I that's think that's a well bit offside. offside. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely offside storage, man. Yeah, for real. Because you know obviously there's going to be thousands. There's probably uh, probably half the people that went to that game thought he was still playing. <laughs> so I'd be so so devo, a lot of them turned yeah. up for him probably because of, they don't release the starting lineups till like l- quite late, right? Mm. So you would have already had your ticket, been booking wherever you're going. Yeah, I'm going to go see Daniel Storage. He's not even in the squad, nah. not yeah. even on the flight there. Yeah, that's nah. offside. Yeah. That's offside. Yeah. I mean, because I will want to see him play at some point mm. and I'll just be devastated if yeah. he doesn't end up playing. Yeah. But also, like you said, it's Australia. You're going to catch flights. Yeah. It's a bit of an excuse. Yeah. And I had... I spoke to a friend who's massively into A-League and he was like, no, I think Sturridge is still really in it. He's using this as an opportunity to like get himself back out there, you Mm. know, show his worth as a player. And things like this just remind me that this could be quite the opposite. Yeah. Mm. My sympathy for him comes from, we all know what happened to Daniel Sturridge. We all know Mm, that injuries mm, mm, mm. really plagued his career. So my sympathy is that I think that would take its toll. There was also that, (laughs) that incident of like why he couldn't play for a while. You know why? What was that one? No. Don't you remember why he got banned for playing? What's it he was um, basically the, there was this random team that he signed for, and he one of his. You guys don't know this story? No. Are you serious? Is this when he went someone, to? Someone Google this, right? Yeah. There was a story basically. Um, it's not Turkey. He went to Turkey. Was, at one no, point. no, no, no. It was before that why he got banned. So basically, he was. I think it was when he was leaving Liverpool. Somewhat, some family member put like an enormous amount of money on him signing oh. for some random ass oh, team. Yep. Yeah. And then he signed for the team. Yeah. <laughs> Do you got, no one remembers that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Does anyone else remember that? Yeah. It was, it and, was, that, and then I think, and I think he got, well, something happened. He went to court or whatever. They might have cleared the case, but that's why he, there was this period in, there was a period in time where he couldn't play for a while. Yeah, it was his move to Turkey. It was. It was. Yeah. He gave inside information so to some his brother. Really wealthy yeah, Turkish there was, there was, I was like, bro, to your brother yeah. of all people. So apparently they put fourteen thousand pounds on the bet <laughs> of where he would sign. <laughs> that's what I'm saying that was a random. So oh that's my what I'm saying. Gosh. It was like insider information. It's like, nah, my brother had no idea where I was going. <laughs> bro, of course he knew where he was going. So that, wow. That's, that's the side of storage that I'm hoping is like. Yeah, he's in left the, that. Yeah, in, yeah. The past, in the past. In the past. In yeah. the past. In yeah. the past. Who knows? Maybe someone had money on him not playing this game. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you maybe. guys might have just figured <laughs> yeah, out what happened. Maybe someone cashed in. Maybe we've got to look out. Maybe someone cashed in for big money and Sturridge not playing. We don't know. Check the markets. All right. Uh, yeah, we've both voted on uh, offside on that one. Yeah, we want to see Danny Sturridge playing more games. Now, Ballon d'Or mm. will be decided. 
tomorrow. Mm. So depending on when people are listening to this, yeah, this the, the announcement's probably already going to be made. But for us, we don't know gonna, at this point. There's no spoiler alerts right now. Well, look, we've heard a little leak. We have, and it'll be interesting to hear if this is. Producer Shabs told us right before we started recording that he's read a little leak, which says that mm. Leo Messi wins his seventh. Ballon d'Or ahead of Benzema second and Robert Lewandowski third. Mm. Now, what I wanted to bring up, onside or offside, is just an opinion mm-hmm. going around world mm-hmm. football. It's been there for the last couple of years, but I've seen it pop up again, and that is the Ballon d'Or is flawed and outdated, and mm. they should get rid of it. Thoughts? I'm I'm for that. Like yeah. I'm not really like for me, like them giving the best player whoever they think the best player is doesn't validate who. The crowd or the world mm. Mm. or the general consensus think who the best player is. You know yeah. what I mean? There's yeah. always, I feel like there's always like some years where people are like, like I guess, I guess last year everyone was like Lewandowski should be Lewandowski. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. one was really screaming Messi or <laughs> Ronaldo yeah. last year. You know yeah. what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And I guarantee you, obviously it was cancelled, right? They were yeah. still yeah. giving it to Ronaldo or Messi. Probably. So I feel like that's the point where it's at now. Like I like the talkability of Ballon d'Or. I like the fact that, for example, right now we're talking about it. Yeah. And I've been on a few other podcasts where it's always... You've been cheating on us. No, Excuse I'm representing me, us. Where okay. have you been? Wow. I've turned down opportunities. No, you have po- not. <laughs> I've turned Mr. down money. Mr. Melbourne over here. I've, I've turned like down you've everything turned down to up. stay loyal to Bono side. You're <laughs> out here cheating on us. Yeah, that's offside. Anyway, <laughs> we talk Ballon d'Or. I, I just think it's, it is a great thing in mm. terms of talking about these top players mm. and whatnot. However, they come to the conclusion of who wins. Yeah. There's no real well, let, openness let, about it. Let me add on that, right? So the criteria for the Ballon d'Or mm. is number one, individual and collective performances and wins of that year. Yeah. That yeah. kind of makes sense. You can't yeah, really yeah, yeah. argue with that one. No. The only thing no. is they don't actually state if trophies mean more mm-hmm. than others. So there's nothing that written that says the Champions League means more than the League Cup mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. like that. But that's the only problem there. Number two, player class, talent and fair play. Mm. Player classes and what does that mean? Exactly, it's very vague. So that, that's so subjective. Exactly, too. the exactly way mean? that you judge a class, a class act yeah. versus the way Claude's judges yeah. a class act so is different. Exactly, and, and this and it, when you when you're thinking about players that didn't get it in the past, like a Wesley Schneider who's quite outspoken right. and probably deserved it in 2010. Right. Frank mm. Ribéry, who's not yeah. the prettiest player in the world, yeah. <laughs> probably deserved it. I don't think looks <laughs> was on that. Probably down Frank Ribéry like that. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's deserved it. He's not the best looking guy. It doesn't matter. And I wouldn't be surprised if Benzema. Right, who's coming up a bit shortly? But I wouldn't be surprised if he's another one that's not considered because of his yeah, off-field antics. Yeah, for sure. You know, because the it. third part is also overall judgment of the player's career. Wow. So that goes back to what you were saying. If yeah. if it's tight between Lewandowski and Messi, how's anyone going to compete with Messi or Ronaldo? No, no you can't. Because they're always going to be like, well, Messi's been at the top for the last five exactly. years. Right. Let's give it to Messi again. Exactly. And so there's also stigma around Bundesliga. Like, does an achievement in Bundesliga mean less same, than an achievement yeah, in La Liga? Yeah. And I that's just the reality of football. We're right. It is, it is flawed. Um, and just let the people decide, man. Well, that's it. Now they've, now they've got the FIFA The Best Award, which has yeah. been around for a little while yeah. now. You know, the, the silver trophy with the little... Oh, looks like an ice cream yeah, cone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> and since that one's come into play, that, that's probably the only thing that is not as good as the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ballon d'Or is gorgeous to look at. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Ice cream cone. Yeah. But it does look good. regardless, the difference is the Ballon d'Or is decided by a jury of journalists mm. as well as the 30 players that are nominated. Whereas this FIFA Best Award, 25% of it is fans. Mm. So you like can that. vote as a fan. That's big. And then the rest is national team coaches, team okay. captains, media professionals. They literally get votes from everyone to decide the awards. So that's it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's more of a Ballon d'Or than yeah. the actual Ballon d'Or. The journalism d'Or, thing is interesting, isn't it? Because it's, 
as someone who works in media, like yeah. you meet a lot of people yeah. who I don't just talk journals, a bunch man. of shit. Yeah. I have no idea. Exactly. Talking stats. And yeah. Don't yeah. be that stat guy that just no, watches it. Well, the journals, I mean, stats. how many games have you played? You know? Yeah. That's the thing. In saying that, Fabrizio Romano, anything he says is, is... But is he a stat guy? Here we go. He, no, he's just a legend. He's so he's, cute. He's just anything he says is so gold, sweet. right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, did yeah. a... But he did a video on Ballon d'Or on his YouTube where he gave his own ratings mm. for the list, which was interesting. Who did he have? Yeah, winning it. Um, I think he said Messi. Really? Yeah. I think just because he's won that Copa America. But let's yeah, see. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll know. We'll know very shortly. One man who is up for contention is Karim Benzema, but mm. recently he's been in the news for all Scandal. the wrong reasons. He's joined our Prison Eleven. Oh, <laughs> Congratulations, Karim. Well done. He's definitely well done. our starting striker. <laughs> <laughs> who do we have before that? He has Karim to. Bullet. Yeah, <laughs> something yeah, like that. I think Bullet yeah. um, Appropriately named. I love yeah. Karim Benzema. It's got to be Benzema because uh, he was handed a one-year suspended sentence for his involvement in, of course, there was a scandal between him mm. and his French teammate Valbuena. Mm. He was blackmailing him uh, to pay money to to stop a sex tape being released. Yeah, there's a whole... I don't know if there's a Netflix show on this one. Yeah. There is. I think I watched it. Yeah, 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 where it explains the whole thing and how he is. But uh, I'm a fan of Benzema, man. He's like... He's like the roadman of football. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like the roadman of football. I yeah. just, I'm a fan of him. He's be. the one who's risking being offside all the time. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He doesn't give a shit. What is it with the French, though? The French, are, yeah. They're a yeah. bit aggressive. Yeah, they the French are, are all over the place. Yeah. There seems to be a real trend here, and they're all French. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. The French the PSG, national team. Yeah. 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 It's true. There's a lot of drama going on yeah. in France at the moment, and French fans as well. I don't know if you saw on the weekend, Dimi Payet's trying to take a corner, mm. and he gets hit by a bottle in what? the head, and they had to stop the match. Yeah, the French fans are crazy. That is offside. Yeah, but historically, the French, you know, yeah, they like to revolt. So. Yeah. What, so, what's the actual story with this? Someone, so he's trying to, because I heard about this a few years ago, yeah, and it was like basically allegations were dropped, but now I guess it's come back to fruition, right? Yeah, he's he's, he's been sent a suspended sentence, whatever that means. Typical mm. footballer sentence. They mm. never actually go. It doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. It's all uh, diplomatic, you know. I just remember, you know, another Frenchman, Mendy. He's oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's another. No, one. Yeah, I'm not going to talk too much of that. No, but that's no, yeah, we don't like, give we don't give him too much light. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah. that's so far offside Damn. that it's not even on the Sacre pitch. Bleu. Yeah, that's <laughs> going on, French people, man. On. Look, regardless, we love Benzema. Why we love him is one, check out his Instagram. Mm -hmm. He's the coolest Instagram ever. Oh, mate, he has the best fashion sense. Like, if I was rich and I had that much money, yeah. I would just literally go to his Insta and steal all his clothes. That's yeah, like, yeah, whatever yeah, he's yeah. wearing, I'm yeah. stealing his outfits. Just buy it all. He's yeah, the coolest his, his yeah. drip, unreal. Yeah. And he's just got videos that just don't go anywhere. Like, it's a videographer and it's just oh, like, he gets oh, in the car and he's driving. No, no, no. And then so he's he, a bit of a creative He was then. the first one. Anyone that watches football or knows about footballer swag or footballer's fashion, yeah. he was the first one to start those videos. Like, yeah. Sancho does them now. Like, yeah. all the Prem footballers where they're just like, there's no reason for <laughs> that video. Like, <laughs> yeah. the video has no substance. Now it's just, just him. It's just like, showing off all my yeah. shit. My cars, my money, my plane. We're yeah. going on holiday, filming it. It's about the culture, right? Yeah, it's the Mason culture. Mount uploaded a video of himself oh, literally just looking in the mirror. So, oh, really? And his outfit changes. And yeah, I was that's, like, that's like only on, these days would that would they get away with that? Yeah, come on, Mount. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can get away with it when you do what Karen Benzema does. He popped up on the weekend, scored a crucial goal for them. Mm -hmm. In and amongst all this drama, he scored the crucial goal to beat Sevilla and go clear at the top of the league. So he can do what he wants you talk about he football can, culture he can, he can. my next onside offside is a kiwi footballer turned rapper turned oh, footballer I think again i know what you're talking joey about. Chambers. talk about the other we talked about him a while ago right we spoke about him a while yeah. ago because yeah. you were shocked that there was a player that played in the a-league that then yeah. turned into a rapper and yeah, was. It was. so he made a move over to the turkish super league Mm. Right, Joey Chambliss is mm. actually playing for the same club as Aziz Beich, mm -hmm. right? And they had a mm -hmm. massive game. They were playing away at Besiktas, defending champions. Yeah. They beat them 4 0. 
Mm. Random. No one saw this one coming. You have to see this goal that Joey Champner scored. He's got one of the best goals per minute ratio in the Turkish league. Oh, I'm going to get this for you. I'm going to try to load this I still can't believe this guy was a rapper, honestly. He just took a year off and I just started rapping. I still can't believe that. that, that I love it. Right what a story. Off. Look <laughs> at this. The, the, footage, the footage that I've got here is terrible, but yeah. have a look at this, right? So he comes look. on late in the game. Okay, you're look at the goalkeeper. Course. If you can see the goalkeeper. What the fuck? <laughs> What the actual fuck? Oh so no. the goalkeeper what the actual <laughs> falls over in the lead up. He, he's done. He's done his knee ages before. Oh, so he's injured. Cha- yeah, and Champner scores anyway. Doesn't oh, give a shit. Scores no. to make it four nil and runs off and celebrates. Now, <laughs> is this onside or offside, Cat? Hold Watch on, this. hold on. Oh he's got a cramp or something. The keeper is clearly oh injured. I That's he offside. Or something. That's terrible. That's one hundred percent offside. Shouldn't be scoring that goal. Should he? When we were talking about heart in the game yeah. and when things are just like going wrong. Yeah. That is a perfect example of just oh, not sorry. being a good sport. <laughs> what do you think, Olam? Are you putting that in anyway? Olam would score a goal like that. <laughs> I'm putting that in. <laughs> he would score a goal like that. <laughs> I'm putting it in. I don't score often. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you know what it is? I'm looking at the keeper as well. I'm like, bro. Sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm, <tapping laughs> I'm got to do that. I have to. Nah, nah, but nah. I do understand why people say it's offside. Yeah. I wouldn't celebrate, though. I wouldn't the celebrate. The celebration. Just, as yeah, well. Yeah, I'd tap it and I'd go over to him. I'd be like, bro, it's all right. I'll, like, help that's you. I'll carry him off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I make, yeah, him, I make yeah, sure yeah, he's okay. Yeah. But Maybe you would have done a little Fred chip and just hoped, like, it's going to go in. You had to go there. Yeah, you had to ruin it. You had to. You know, it's it's like that. Nonetheless, nonetheless, I don't. I don't think that he should have done that. No, that was yeah. real bad. He should have picked it up. The, the he big... didn't fall over trying to save the goal. He, he fell, fell over like, like fifty meters before. Yeah. before. But, you, but normally, doesn't the ref bring it back and say like injury? Doesn't has to be kicked happen? out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so if it's not because it's not a head injury, if it's not kicked oh. out. He, ha- they, one of them literally had to just yeah. make that decision to yeah. kick it out. Yeah, tough. But look, big up because we we love seeing our. He's, he's Kiwi. He's not Aussie, but nonetheless, we love seeing it because he played in the A League. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know what? I love the fact that he just stopped football and decided to be a rapper and then came <laughs> yeah, back and he's still playing true. at the highest level. I don't know why we would. Expect an ex rapper not less to do that. There's an ex rapper, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah fair yeah. play. But um, brilliant from him. If you haven't seen that video, make sure you guys check it out. And the next one, biggest news that's coming in. It hasn't been announced yet, but uh, everyone knows it's happening. It's the new Man United manager. We're going back to Man United mm. at the moment. Oh, yeah. Ralph Ragnick. No idea who he Never is. Never heard <laughs> of him. No, no really. Idea. So he's, he's known as the professor. Okay. Oh, le professor. He's known as the professor. He's German, uh, so. Oh. Money heist. Yeah, the professor. Exactly right. Professor. He's known (laughs) as the professor. The guy. In Germany, right? Now, he's recently was the director of football of Red Bull Group, meaning he was looking after New York Red Bull. He was looking Mm -hmm. after, Mm -hmm. of course, RB Leipzig, Red Bull Salzburg, all of them. He's apparently influenced Jurgen Klopp massively, Tommy Tuchel massively. Okay. Really? Okay. I'm seeing where the professor comes from. Yeah. The thing is, though, if you look at his honours list, he's never actually won anything. Like, you can say, yeah, he's influenced this, that he's never won Mm. a major title. So, he's successful by association. One of those ones, you know? Like, I'm going to have to wait and see it. That's, they're never, like, they never really, like, because you're just under scrutiny, like, taking them, taking the United job yeah. as a not unknown, but, like, not very well-known, people still question marking you, that is hard. That's, yeah. That and takes balls. Yeah. He's a yeah. very confident guy, mm. okay. very sure in his ability. He's going to be taking over as the coach till the end of the season, mm. and then he's going to be working in the footballing staff before that. Uh, sorry, oh. after that, oh. as they hire a different manager. Okay, so he's going to stay involved. So I think, I think his best role is working as a director of football. That's okay, what he was doing okay, at RB. Okay, cool. Okay. But uh, it'll be very interesting. I just want to ask you guys, onside or offside, that appointment? 
There wasn't much else out there, no. was there? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's on site because there's no one else left. Who else is left? True. Yeah. There's actually a point. In terms of who's available, mm. there was talk of Steve Bruce. At one stage, <laughs> that, <laughs> that would have been a sign. Sol Campbell said it on that, TV in the UK. That would have been a sign. Oh, no, I don't, no, I don't think Bruce. he's a fit for United. No, no, way. no way. Yeah, look, uh, look on, on side, give the guy a go. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what, let's see what let's happens. happens. It's, it's kind of like when you, you're like after like a bird and like. <laughs> Loads like she's already taken. Yeah. So you just go for whoever you know. What just I mean? take whatever. Just take, just yeah. take what you can get. This is better than being alone. <laughs> this is better than being by yourself. You know what I mean? It's better That's than Mrs. Palmer. There's a lot. Sisters, no? There's a lot <laughs> of stuff to unpack there. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> I hope you're okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah. Moving on swiftly. <laughs> <laughs> moving on swiftly. You, know you I mean? took it there. You <laughs> took it there. Literally. You took it there. Nonetheless, uh, it's the German takeover in England. Yeah. You now have Tommy Tuchel, yes. Jurgen Klopp, and Ralphie Boy now joining in on the action. So excited to see how the Premier League goes. It looks like a three-horse race at the moment. Yeah. I'm going to take you back to international football because you know I love it. Your favourite. Oh, God, here we go. Claude's gone. You know I love it. There was a ruling in international rugby that came out and mm-hmm. it got me thinking if you think that something like this could work in football. So world rugby is now allowing players to switch national team allegiances after a three-year period. Oh, is this like Israel Folau? Yes. Mm. So Israel Folau now can represent Tonga at the upcoming World Cup. Mm. Do you think that would work in football? Wow, could you imagine? No way. No? no, there'll be too many people switching sides. Because if if you, yeah, yeah. imagine like all of a sudden your national team coach doesn't call you up anymore. Yeah, that's a tough one. No, I, I think they should do it after a certain amount of appearances. Okay, I think that would be better. So, so how it, many appearances is appropriate then? Like if you've not if you've made like less than like I'd say like twenty competitive ones. You can change. You can change. Yeah. Like, you can I feel change. like you just picked that number out of it. <laughs> 20's, 20's a good number. I feel like if you've made less than that, but I feel like there'd be there'd be too many offside people switching sides. I, I just don't like that. I don't mm. like that. No. Nah. Like Look, as as a mixed race person, I think if one country really wants you, you just yeah. go. You just go there. Well, uh, we saw some players that could have potentially played for other countries. One of them, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, was actually called up by Italy under 19s when he was playing there for AC Milan so wow. he could potentially play for Italy the other one is Erling Haaland was born in Leeds oh, his, dad, oh. his dad was yeah, playing how do you feel about a, it his now his dad was a footballer so, right so you guys could have had Erling Haaland up top oh, yeah wow. you're going to change your mind now maybe <laughs> 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 wouldn't mind Haaland in that starting 11 for England yeah can you imagine but after, after three years mm. it's tough yeah it's definitely tough yeah it's a tough one. I, I want. I want to know what other people's opinions on that. Yeah, that's actually yeah, a good, it is an interesting. That's an one. interesting mm. argument. Yeah, and I don't feel like anyone's going to have one specific thought on that one. That's a good one. I kind of like the way it is because I think it's so important to get that first cap. It means so much. Now, yeah. when you finally make your debut for your nation, it's like this is it. I'm committing my life yeah, to you. Yeah, know? Yeah. And and we we're not good at committing to anything now in the modern era. So like, can we no, keep something sacred? Yeah, jumping gonna, uh, from I'm one thing to all, I knows a thing or two about that. I'm, right? I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm a I'm big in commitment. You know what I'm saying? If it's the right. Subject. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Football, yes. The rest, no. Okay. Radio. We'll keep it there. Broad. We'll nice and there. broad. We mentioned Erling Haaland. Yes. He's playing for Dortmund. Came back after. He was actually ruled out with injury until 2022. Came back two months early. Guys, are, guys are alien. Scored not up the yeah, no, he's, he's not human. Beast. Right. We love him. We love him here on the show. Now, Borussia Dortmund, his club, though, not too bad mm. either. They came out with a, a new code of values of the club, which included things like we're never going to change a club name, club colours. All home games will be in Dortmund. No gimmicks out of Dortmund. Uh, national competition always comes first. But isn't that 
Is, it, is that not no normal thing? It, pretty pretty normal shit, right? Mm. But the fans own majority of the clubs. So 51% of the clubs owned by fans mm. and ticket prices are pretty much frozen. They're not going to inflate ticket prices. That's now, this important. Came, this came in the same week that Chelsea announced that their Category 1 tickets in the West Stand have now oh. gone, listen to this, from £1,200 a season mm. to £3,900 wow. a season. That's about 8000 Australian Can dollars I for a ask season ticket. How did they justify such an listen to this. Such a change? Oh my days. New bars. Oh, okay. TV screens. Wow. Ever seen one of those? <laughs> <laughs> Hot on the town at the moment, those televisions. <laughs> Uh, uh, food outlets, better Wi-Fi, because that's what you need oh, at a football yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my and, pay uh, a th- and new padded seats for, for your cooler in the Westview stand. Oh, that's offside. Unjustified. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea family. Yeah, no. but that's so far offside. Yeah. Because, like, I remember I was talking to Kat about it. Like, there's these, these fans that are season ticket holders um, for these clubs, like, they literally work their entire, like, their work life is around going to that Chelsea mm. game. Like they exist. Mm. Like their purpose is almost to be a Chelsea fan yeah. or to go to that game, to fly here, to fly there. They spend basic. They might even spend their savings, whatever it is, yeah. just to purchase that season ticket and be there every Saturday. You know, what I mean, those are the kind of fans. So it's like you're you're asking for more money from them. Mm. That's offside. For that's me. where you should be showing the loyalty. Yeah. Well, you know that. That's why I wanted to bring up Borussia Dortmund because Bayern Munich's the same. Bayern Munich's a massive mm, club. Right? They've now won nine league titles in a row. Plenty yeah. of success. Gorgeous stadium, the mm, Allianz mm, Arena. Mm, mm. Bayern Munich have frozen their ticket prices. So the most expensive season ticket, Category One, on halfway at Bayern Munich is six hundred and fifty pounds for the season. Wow. That's the most expensive ticket. That compare makes me want it, to compare go. that to bre- oh my yeah. Days. So that's, that's it's just a completely different approach, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the business side coming out. Exactly. Like you look at United, for example, managed completely by like ex finance people, yes. right? And yeah. you can kind of see that really coming through in the I way mean, the Premier League is evolving. That's the difference between the English or the Premier League and everything else. It's yeah. just so money focused, and so money based, and everything is a business deal, and everything's yeah. all of that. Whereas like other leagues, sometimes they take like they'll do little stuff like that, which is just like, that's so meaningful. Mm. Like someone's going to really appreciate that. that, You know what I mean? So yeah, Yeah. I I think that's... And you know, so in Barcelona, one thing that a lot of locals, they were frustrated by Mm. was how hard it was to obtain a membership. Yeah. But you'd go to a game and Camp Nou, 90,000 people, right? That's how big the capacity of that stadium is. Yet you'd walk in and 30 to 40% are foreigners, Mm. like clearly foreigners. And that's the frustrating part for a local who is on that list from birth, right, mm. to be a member, yet you can pay extortionate prices to be there every week if you're willing to pay that money. Yeah, and that's where that greedy side comes out. And that's, I feel like the, the theme of this podcast is say, that heart, right? People yeah. say half Barca fans are like first-time football viewers, don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah it's but it's true. <laughs> As someone who used to go to a lot of those games, yeah. A, because the tickets were easy to get. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're going to pay, you can get one. Yeah. No issue. Mm. Trying to get to a Liverpool game was so difficult. So yeah. much more harder yeah. than trying to get to a Barca so game. Hard. Which is crazy mm. when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, that's just the 
greedy the way it's going. Spanish that are driving the game, yeah. you know, on the back end. Yeah. And that's unfortunate, but that's how it is. It's football, mate. It's football. It's an opportunity. And the Premier League, really, let's be real, it's not the English league anymore. I no. mean, it's a worldwide league. Absolutely. Right. It's so the Saudi league. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. We're getting political. But yeah, nonetheless, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens next there because I yeah. think the English fans will eventually kind of have enough of this. And yeah, really hope, but, I hope you know, they push for a change like that. Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? I don't yeah. know personally, guys. Uh, we are starting to get to that point in the show where I want to touch on the fan questions and we've had some cracker ones. Guys, I'll thank you guys. For yeah, thanks for the we questions, guys. guys. We do love these guys because not only are you guys tuning in every week and we've seen we've seen our views go up, we've seen plenty of comments coming in, but I encourage you guys to subscribe to the show, send in your comments because we read each and every one of them and even if we don't bring them up on the show, we're always debating them off oh, camera. Yeah. Yeah, we, do. we absolutely love them, guys, so keep You're that up. You're causing tension, thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes, you definitely are. First one's from Joseph Okongo on Instagram you'll love this one Alan he's Nigerian I know the last name yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. he's gone I think the Australian development system is one of the worst in the world discuss oh, this could be a podcast this on its own absolutely yeah, and I be. ask you guys about this a lot because yeah. it's something especially cause like yeah. you've you've experienced kind of every level of it yeah. I guess for me my experience is limited mm. but I'm very curious about that experience growing up playing yeah. professional and semi-professional football yeah. here yeah what do you think of the development system? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's, it's flawed. Um, it's flawed. Massively. I think I've said it enough, um, but I'll just try and keep it just sweet. Um, I my thought is that any any grassroots level, or anyone you're trying to develop, or any future pro that you're trying to develop at any level, should never have to pay money for that. Yeah. For, for that. That's yeah. that's my that's my argument on it. Yeah. Any future pro, yeah. anyone that you see has potential to be a professional. Mm should never have to fork out money to pay. And it's a different thing, but it's kind of on the theme of what we are just talking about, right? It's that same thing in England. You reward your diehard fans. You don't reward your richest fans. Mm. And it's the same thing here. Yes. You're supposed to develop your best footballers, mm. not your richest footballers. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So it brings us back to the same point. It's like, stop. So do you think that if you come from a wealthy family in Australia, you're far more likely to make it? Oh, 100%. 100%. Are you likely to make it? You probably don't have that hunger. Yeah. We talk about that, but at the same time, it's like, it's like, let's say like a... Um, David Beckham's son, whatever mm. his, um, Romeo, whatever his yeah, name, Romeo. One, the one that yeah, was in there. He's playing in Miami now, yeah. Like, of course they're going to be a footballer. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course they're going to, like, you You put a person to develop a footballer, I always say, like, it's not, it's not, people think it's hard, but it's mm. not that hard. Yeah. Because once you're given the blueprint, mm. you know exactly, like, uh, we were, I think me and Kat were at the game yesterday and uh, Jack Rodwell's son was there and I said, what are the chances that his son becomes a footballer? Yeah. Yeah. Probably like ninety percent. You grow up watching your dad play in the Fulham mm. Stadium. Mm. Number one, your dad then puts you into whatever academy mm. he's paying for. Let's say he's paying for Wanderers, right? Um, and then as you begin to grow, you're already being given the technical tools mm. to become a professional footballer. You don't even know it. You're just yeah. playing football. Yeah. yeah. But you're in an academy, and it might be Chelsea, it might be yeah. whoever. Yeah. You know yeah. what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's probably it. I mean, uh, the thing is, I think you can never buy that hunger, though. And no. I think that's the one thing you can never get. True. And that's yeah. why the best yeah. players in the world come from where they come from. Yeah. Uh, Joseph, we could talk about this for days, man. Honestly, and we probably yeah, should. Yeah, one. I know, Joseph. there's so Jesus. much more to but say. I'll leave you with a couple little points. What I'll say, it is, it is one of the worst in the world. I don't know if it is the worst in the world, but it is one of the worst in the world. What I would say is state federations need to go. It needs to be all governed by one federation. I would say private academies need yeah. to go. Yeah. I think that's stupid and that's a money grab. Uh, I agree with Olan on the, on the cash factor. 
And I also think the A-League needs to get way, 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 way better, have more pathways. As a young player in this country, you're filming yourself and sending it overseas because you look at the A-League and you're like, no, nah, that's not even what I'm aspiring for. I'm aspiring for something that's thousands of kilometers away and that's not healthy for any young player. That's my take on that. That's big. Um, last like one, that. last, 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 like last, last one because we are going over time. We're going to finish on this one. I like this one from Lomond on YouTube. He's gone, love the podcast. Love you, mate. Thank Thanks you. for me. Appreciate you. Is Gerard not ever winning the Prem mm. the reason why he can't be considered better than Lampard or Skulls in that debate? Now, Ooh. Gerard Lampard Skulls, this has come up after a few beers with my mates all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it always comes up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all I want what an era of football though. is uh, I want an answer from you guys firstly, and it's one word, Gerard Lampard Skulls. I'm going to Lamps. Super Frank. I'm gonna go against what you're probably expecting me to say. You said one word, fuck. Skulls. <laughs> 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 Typical cat fashion. Giving us 45 words when we and say And a curse yeah. word on the way. Yeah, Have yeah, one yeah, there. there you go. I'm a lady. Skulls. Yeah. yeah. Lampard skulls was is hard for me, I was, but... Kind of, yeah, I'm kind of... I'm kind of like, it's I'm, Skulls or Lampard, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But it's like... Oh, they're so different players. It's, yeah. it's just like... I hate... To compare them, like yeah. you know, what I mean, I just like to appreciate all of them or how, how much of a talent they all were. Look no, I'm getting you. into the football sentiment, you know what <laughs> what I mean? but that um, sounds like something I would say. Yeah, yeah, I know. What's going on, Kat? You're affecting us all, man. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna say Lamps. What about you? Guys? Crack a question. I gotta go Lamps because my heart lies with Chelsea, yeah. but I would forgive you for saying Scalzi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nonetheless, Gerard has started his career better as a manager. So yeah. at the moment, he's probably the best Absolutely. manager out of those three. But uh, it is a great debate. Another one. I'd love to hear you guys let us know Please. in the comments who was the best out of those three, and tell me why. Don't just tell me who. Yeah. Tell me why, guys. That's definitely all we've got time for here on the Born Offside podcast this week. Remember to subscribe, comment, like, follow us on everything and tune into what we're doing, guys, and fuel the conversation, please. Send in what you want to hear about. And that's all we've got time for, Kat. It is. Do you they, go on, Kat. What are you gonna say? Go on, Kat. Do you want to sign off? Go on, sign us off. They want to hear from you. Yeah. We're going to end the podcast like we always do <laughs> with one word just to sum up the experience today. What was it? Chords. What's your word? thought today was very informative yep all right oh fuck <laughs> my mind's gone blank i'm gonna go <laughs> tremendous tremendous cat i'm gonna say it because it came up time and time again it's all about the heart yeah that's a <laughs> sentence and not a word and once again that's why we don't let cat speak very much oh on this podcast God, thanks very much for joining us on the born Offside podcast we'll see you for more football and the rest next week see, see you, you guys bye guys <laughs>